What's up, guys, and welcome to the Fit and Ship Podcast, now brought to you by our sponsor, Four Horsemen Nutrition. Four Horsemen Nutrition, started by a former competitive powerlifter for competitive powerlifters, has a great-tasting whey protein with more nutrients and a better flavor than all the other protein powders out there. Creatine monohydrate for the gains and two great-tasting coffee flavors that will help you get through your workout. The coffee flavors are cinnamon and a French roast and graham cracker flavor and a medium roast. Give them a follow on Instagram at fourhorsemen underscore nutrition and get your orders in today. Now to the podcast. All right, we are live. This will be episode 23, I believe. We are waiting on the new all-time world record holder, Jordan Bukla, to come in. Training partner of mine. Uh, member of our gym at Hellbent in uh, Bridgeport, Connecticut. So as soon as she chops in here, we'll get this thing going. And we're going to talk with Maria. I mean, uh, I just said Maria. Hi, Maria. We're going to talk with Jordan. And we're going to get her talking her shit. You know what I mean? So, episode 23, Jordan Buchla, sponsored by Overkill Strength, sponsored by Four Horsemen Nutrition. We're here, we're live, we're ready to rock. Just waiting on Jordan. She likes to be a little bit fashionably late. She'll come in smiling and all excited and giddy. So, let's get her, let's give her like one minute, you know what I mean? The guys, the guys, if you have questions, comments, anything you want us to touch on, talk about, just leave it in the bottom. I'm reading everything as we go. I'm writing it down. Um... And we'll go from here. Jordan is in the building. So let me send her the request. And we will get this thing. Oh, hold on. She just requested. Let's see. Yeah. Right here. Hey. Dude, wait. First of all, I'm so happy I'm not wearing my Santa hat because you're not wearing my Santa hat. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Funny. No, what? So. Really? So look, I have this hat, and then I was just playing with this with Copper in the living room, and I was like, where the hell did he get this thing from? Like, this is kind of weird. And all of a sudden, I go to, like, put my hat back yeah. on, and I was like, oh, no. So I have a hat, so I'm happy. <laughs> all right, so that's fine. We don't need to say that. But we Super are festive. Feeling festive. Super So let's get talking. You are the new owner of the all-time world record squat at 242, 780 yeah. whole-ass yeah. pounds. How are you feeling? Um, Talk to us. So, you know, I'll be like, totally honest with you. So, honestly, like the 242, like that wasn't like a long-term goal or something I was looking forward to for like months on end, something I was focusing on. Truthfully, I, I'm looking for a different world record and I'm just not there yet. So, um, actually it was you. <laughs> Who, who brought it to my attention because I knew that I had like 760 and above at this. I knew I did. Yeah. Um, and yeah. you were the one that was like, hey, you know, like the 242, have you seen that? Um, you know, it's at two six, uh, 760. Um, so, you know, you'd be yeah. able to, to beat that. And I was like, huh. And at first I was like, it's yeah. not what I want. Like, so it's just like, it really, truly like didn't even like attract to me. But then I was sitting on it, sitting yeah. on it. And I was like, oh but it's like a world record. Like I could probably go do that. And I spoke to like, honestly, I spoke to like 10 people about it just to get like opinions. Cause one of, I think my biggest fears was to be like, Oh, 
you know, she couldn't reach this goal. So she just like went and got a different one. And that's just not the case. This just kind of happened to be there for the taking. I take it, but I'm still going to hit exactly the goal that I want to hit. Um, so really, it was just like a stepping stone yeah. for me. But like, sometimes like it hits me and I'm like, damn, it was like a world record. Dude. That's like, you're like number five in the entire world for females. Like that's like, it's, um, it's hard to comprehend. A real thing like it's it's not no. something that's gonna hit until you are yeah. Yeah. 60 years I, old telling grandkids or something i agree you know and like I mean? sometimes like, i'm just like i don't know like it's just again it, it's not like the one that i want so it doesn't hit home like i wait the way that i think like, i think the like hitting my other goal will knock me to my knees like truly like i really do so, um but yeah. uh but it is super cool and I don't know how Ben just it, it, they had my back. They made a little banner for me and stuff. Like it's just really nice. It's really nice. So, so one of the questions I wanted to ask, which relates directly to that, is um, like, you know, you came to us and you said you might not be yeah. ready for that world record slot. You know what I mean? And that's why I came to you with the idea. But how do you, you know, you're in prep. You know, you're not going to hit that goal, but there's other goals you still have to hit. How do you, you know, stay on track with, you know, stay motivated, stay on track, knowing that you might not be exactly where you want to be in the in the big picture in the grand yeah. scheme, but you still have work you got to get done. Like how how do you how do you still honestly push like on, on track? when I first started lifting, um, I, that, you know, it's funny, my dad actually sent me this song and it's called the Hall of Fame by Script, right? And it's like in the in the song it said like this is literally like one of the first motivational things that hit me when I started my fitness journey. Um, it was just this like silly song and one of the things in the song it says um uh like that it says that you could be the greatest you could be the best you could be the king Kong banging on your chest like he was just like if you wanted to like go talk to god you could go banging on the stories you could break mountains you can move rocks or opposite break rocks move mountains you know something like that yeah. um and uh for some reason like that song just made me feel like maybe i could <laughs> like i was just like yeah, you know, maybe it was a naive thought at the time, like being like a brand new person. And I don't care if it was naive because it's totally gotten to me, like from where it got me. So like when you say like, oh, you know, you wanted this, but you weren't going to get it. But, you know, you're looking at the bigger picture. I've been looking at the bigger picture, dude, for like a long time. Like this, it may not have been like, oh, I want this number for my squat because that's not how my brain works. But I knew I was searching for like a, a higher place. Like, you know what I mean? I just, I knew that from the beginning. So like for me, like for me, like, not hitting that yeah. goal yet it's not like new to me so i feel like very um confident yeah. that i'll hit it and it just means that hey maybe i need to a, either do this longer uh tweak a few things um and but i i just i just know i'm gonna get it so to me it doesn't yeah much it's confident. well i mean it's it it's a stepping stone though right but like who can say that their stepping stone was a world record. I guess it's really crazy, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you, you <laughs> broke a world record to get to the new world record yeah. you want to get to. Yeah, that's nuts. So it's I nuts. Hope. It's nuts. But I guess, yeah. And then, I don't know, I just... You know, too, also, there was a little thing that kind of skewed me was um, the fact that the 242s and the 220s and anything really above the 198s is rather fairly new um, just because of the, the main event project. So when, like, a new... Mm -hmm. um, uh, category was kind of opened up I almost felt like I was like is this too new to like go say like you broke a world record like how long has this record been sitting there since it kind of just happened so it also like rubbed me the wrong way a little bit there too uh, you know and I, I'm not 
not like yeah. I'm not like hungry for like I want this world record, this world record, this world record, this world record. For some reason, I got really hung up on this one, <laughs> and it's it's been something yeah. that I've just honed in on. Um, and I just like I said, I just I guess that's just how I think about it. Yeah. I mean, I get I get what you're saying because I look at like the unlimited world record, exactly. Right? Like, it's so brand new, so like all of those are going to get shattered Correct. potentially month to month. You know what I mean? So like I could get why you would say that because it's like, all right, yes. that's a new class. Like any squat could be a world record. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. you still own a world record. It's so like, you got to at least enjoy it while you have it. You know what I mean? The... <laughs> I saw it. I saw it. So um. I mean, overall, like, why don't you tell everyone, like, how your prep went? Dude. Because I know you had some ups and downs during prep. You were doing Dude, great, then you started to struggle. Fucking and, you know. sucked from the start, bro. Like, so before the prep started, I was killing it. Like, I swear to God, I was so strong and I was so confident. I was like, oh, my God, like, this shit's in the bag. Like, I want to kill it. And then, like, even, like, when I told Laura, I was like, hey, I think I want to do this. Me, she goes, oh, my God, you're, you're beyond ready. And I was like, me, too. I think so, too. And, like, we went into this prep, and the first week of prep, I got sick um, or maybe it was like the second week or third weekend, but it was in the beginning stages of prep. I got sick and it, I still went in and I did all my maxes, but I pulled back on my accessories and in my brain accessories means just so much that like, as soon as I miss like a day or two of accessories in prep specifically, I, I get like, I'm just like, Oh my God, I'm not even giving my effort in. Like, who are you to want to be one of the best when you can't even like do an accessory? Like I start talking down to myself <laughs> um, and yeah. I'm just, uh, so it affected me mentally. So I got sick the like early on week. And then the week after that, I hurt my back. Um, and like, oh my God, it was so painful, dude. And I was actually like, now that it's over, I can talk about it. I was so afraid. And I'm not even, I was so afraid because this back pain like really bothered me. It, it mimicked sciatica. Um, it was with like body movements um, and it was severe pain that I was like, did I actually injure myself? Like a legitimate injury? Like, am I gonna recover from this? Like, did I slip a disc? Um, and of course, like my medical side starts like going through it. And I'm just like, you're so stupid for doing the stuff that you do because like, you know, and I, so now I'm fighting myself that like, is this worth it to like injure me? Is it worth it? And I was really like fighting with myself with that. And I was like, yeah, for me, I, I'd rather just die. Like I'd rather like die during a squat right now. And it would give me way more joy than sitting on the sidelines and being like, oh, I got hurt one time. So I stopped. Like I just, you know, I can't do it. Um, coppers. I'm sorry. Um, and so that happened and I failed my squat opener. I think you were there. For, you were definitely there for that. Definitely there for that. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're like wrapping my knees and everything. Yes. And you're like, who is this? Yeah, no, I and, like, I, and I think I told you. I was like, was it me? Was it me? And I don't like talking about pain, yeah. uh, especially during prep. Like, as soon as I speak into his ex existence, it becomes a thing. People start saying, hey, how's your back feeling? Hey, how you doing? Oh, I don't worry about it. It's because you're back. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> now, I'm the same way. I'm going through that yeah. now. And everyone's like, well, you got this. I'm like, no, no, no. I don't want you to way. give me an Push excuse. I don't I want an stuff. excuse. Like, you know what I mean? Um, so yeah. failed my squat opener. Like, no, was it last warm-up, too? My last warm-up moved like shit. It was like 675, moved like shit. And I went for 715, I think, which was going to be, or 725, which was going to be my opener. I miserably failed it, like, not even close. And um, couldn't even grind it because of the pain. Like, you know I'll grind a squat. But, like, I literally shot. I was like, no. Yeah. No, like, I can't do this. Um, so that, like, really bothered me because I was looking for heavy squats. Like, the squats were matters to me, you know? Um, and then the week after that, I failed my second attempt 
for deadlift. So I got my opener and then we went for a second. I failed it like really bad. I had to go down and it was like a grinder. And I was like, wow, I'm like way weaker than I thought I was. And it was a mental, mental screw because I was just like, I thought I was going into this unstoppable. And, and now I'm feeling like I, I, I'm probably not going to be like at my openers. Like that's crazy to me. Um, yeah. And then I think something else happened. Oh, my bench shirt. My bench shirt, I was wearing um, that black uh, overkill, and I was killing it prior to prep. I was hitting over fives, every variation. And all of a sudden, prep starts. I can't touch for the life. And every time I touch, I dump it forward. I dump it towards my face. I dump it forward. dump it towards my face. And then I had taken it one last time. I think it was like a week or two before prep. And I, like, twisted my arm uh, to my stomach, and it hurt my forearm. And again, I was yep. afraid. I, was, I started to get afraid. I was like, I'm handling, like, if I broke my arm right now, like, what about my career? What about my schooling? Like, how is this going to affect me in, like, my real life? Like, am I being stupid? Uh, yeah, this is, like, my thought process. Mm -hmm. um, and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. so all that happened, and I was just like, wow, I think I'm not going to do it. And that's when I think I started talking to you guys, because I was like, guys, I'm not, like, I'm not where I want to be. I'm just not. Um, and, and this happened to me for the Women's Pro-Am, where, like, my prep just sucked, and then I at the prom, so I was like, you know what, maybe yeah. this is going to happen again. Maybe this is going to be my thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, and it was. It, it really was. I think that week of rest, dude, does me some solid. Mm -hmm. I really do. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, for, you know, I know you personally, but for the people that don't know, you're always running oh. fucking ragged to begin yeah. with. You know what I mean? You're in school. You're working. You know, you're in the medical yeah. field. You work crazy hours. You know, I mean, luckily now you're getting some time off to where you could focus yeah. more on this. But I mean, you know, recovery is so, yeah. so important That's for the stuff you do. You know what I mean? Um, bare minimum. Well, that's what I mean. Like, uh, you know, now that you know and you saw what happened, I mean, what, yeah. what steps are you going to take now going forward so I don't to know work if you on your recovery? This time, but you know? I did a lot more stretching than I ever, ever done, ever done. Um, I almost, almost every single time after training, I made it a thing to just sit down for 20 minutes. I would stretch, then foam roll, and then I would do like a lacrosse ball on my back and like my joints and stuff. Um, and this was the first time I even got, literally, this is how like in I was. I even got a, I think I told you this, membership at a massage clinic, like a place. So like I pay monthly yeah, yeah. Um, and I can get like massages for a little bit of a cheaper price because I kept saying to myself like back then, oh, I should get, I deserve a massage like at least at the bare minimum once a month to get it probably weekly they need it at least once a month yeah. i wasn't going to get injuries um and i kept just making an excuse like i don't have time i don't have time but now that money's being taken out of my account i somehow find the time <laughs> so now i mm -hmm. go for massages at least once a month um with my own stretching and truthfully i've yeah. been taking that very seriously um i've been trying to like warm up my hips more my it bands the things that i know that cause me pain when i start to overload i was really trying to work at this time yeah um, and it, it was complete success. Like I felt so recovered. I, I felt like even like the two days after the prep, uh, the meet, even like a week after the meet, I wasn't even sore. I was just like, re I was ready to run through a wall. <laughs> like, so ready. Yeah, yeah. I remember, yeah, I remember yeah. you were in the gym yeah, like two days not. later. Like, right? <laughs> yeah. I was not. Yeah. So I mean, it, we talked about you were talking about you know the mental game, and, and you know something I always like to touch on with people is like keeping their mental health in check. Like, what are, what are some things you do, you know, after a bad night of lifting or a bad prep or, you know, how do you keep your mental health in check with not only just 
the lifting aspect, but you know, we're all going through all these battles between the lifestyle you live outside of the gym plus the gym, like you just said, finding time for things. Like, how do you yeah. keep all of that? Well, in check? so I you have I, mean? I have a bunch of things to be honest. I'm really big on um, like manifesting and having the correct mindset. Uh, I wouldn't have been able to do like honestly jack shit of any of the things I did if I didn't have the mindset that I do. Uh, and the mindset that I have is not like baseline. It's not like I was just I was just popped out of the womb and I have like this like mindset. It's I like I work on it every day. I really do. Um, I listen to um, uh, Pandora uh, stations and it's like Eric Thomas, um, who are like my big people. Um, Powell, Tim Powell is a really good one. These are all like motivational speakers that I actually have like stations on. Um, and I listen to them all the time, all the yeah. time. They talk about, oh, Eric Thomas. Eric Thomas is great. Powell is a really good one. Um, but, um, and they always talk about, you know, just literally bettering you so that whatever circumstance that you're put into, you know how to handle it with a, with a better attitude, whether it's like an argument with a family member or like your career or the gym or just like your own negative thoughts. Like, I just feel like they've tacked on to, I've, I've listened to them for so long now. I like Will Smith. I, I listen to so many at this point that like, they've given me like little tools in my tool belt, like honestly. Um, and sometimes when I start, like, especially those yeah. in, like the, the back pain that I had, that one was tough for me because I had to shut that out of my head because it, it wanted to be focused on so badly. It, it popped into my head all the time and I, yeah. I had to continuously literally remove it from my thoughts. Um, as soon as I felt like it was creeping on, whether because my back was hurting or because I started to think about it, um, I just immediately was like, you're going to get through this. You're going to squat huge. Your back's going to be fine. Like, that's it. Like, that's just what's going to happen. Like, that's yeah. gonna happen period done yeah. i know it sounds corny but like i literally have to yeah. convince myself these things in order no but you have to you know what i mean and no one else is going to convince you of it you know what i mean only you know exactly what you can push yourself through and when it's you know and listening to your body too so, um specifically because of this is because i'm balancing so much between like my school um the, i was working in the er and then doing prep and between all of that like my brain like shifts really drastically when I'm uh, a nurse practitioner student walking into a patient's room as opposed to me trying to go max out for a squat. Like those are two different humans, like literally. Um, and mm -hmm. I really have to like switch my gears is what I call it. Um, and I, I shift my gear in the car. <laughs> so like I have like these little terminologies. Um, and like in the car is like, I used to do it a lot more than I do. And I think it's because I've become a little bit more stabler where I don't really need this as often. Um, but, um, uh, what I used to do is called shifting gears. And every time that I like left work, especially the ER, man, 12 hours of the ER, like somebody like died on my shift, you know, and I had to ta like watch the family members cry at their bedside. And then I had to move on and wipe somebody's ass. Then I move on and save somebody else's life. Then I have to go home and then just pretend like to me, you know what I mean? And yeah. it's a lot it's a lot it was a lot mentally um especially during a pandemic dude it was craziness um so like if i had to do that and then like come home i didn't want to bring all of that stuff with me home i never wanted to walk into my door feeling the exact weight that i had when i was in the er and sometimes it took longer for me to get rid of it than just the 30 minute drive home and sometimes by the time i got home i was cool you know what i mean depending on how bad of a shift and how bad of a time i was having but I usually stay in my car and the same thing goes for the gym. If I'm like not feeling it for the gym, I'll sit in my car for a little bit till I feel it. Um, like you said today, like go back in the car. <laughs> like legitimately. Yeah, yeah. Though, go back in the I car, come back. If I truly, truly don't feel ready for what I'm about to walk into physically, then I sit there and it's either I cry, I hit the steering wheel, I yell, I listen to music, I call a friend. 
I just sit there in silence, whatever like I require in order to like get back to where I need to be, I'll do that. And then I'm good. Um, but it's really about like realizing your emotions yeah. and not just like acting upon them, but just like trying to settle them. Like deal with them first, like why is this happening to me? Mm -hmm. Can I make this better? Is this self-inflicted? Um, and then move on, you know, or come up with. So, so with that said, how much of what we do, how much of powerlifting do you think is mental? I'm gonna go with legitimately 100% mental. Legitimately, like yeah. swear to God. Because you know what I also think of too, and I bring this up is, you know those moments where like the adrenaline rush, like where you hear those crazy things where like mother of three lifts up a car after a car accident and rips three kids. When you need yeah. to do it, you will do it. And I like, I just, just do it. Mm -hmm. Like, like you can do legitimately anything. I truly believe that. And like C.T. Fletcher is another one that I listen to. And he's always like, he always says like, if I'm going down with the fucking bar, I'm coming up with it, period. He goes, I don't care how much is on. And I believe him. I really think that whatever the hell is on there, he's going to get it up. That's kind of what I like do mm -hmm. to myself. Well, that's, I mean, because, you know, if you go to the bar already defeated right. or like, I don't think I'm going to get this. Even even if it's something you got a hundred times, it could still fold you. Absolutely. You know. And usually I can tell when somebody's gonna have a bad lift day by the way they walk in. I can. Like, mm -hmm. like, oh man, sorry they yeah. had a bad day. Wish you wish you shifted well, gears before you walked in here too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I wish you cried in like the car 10 for ten minutes, minutes before you <laughs> it would have been just fine. <laughs> So the plan, the plan next, I noticed you've been a little cryptic with what you want to go for, for the world record, but the plan yeah, next is yeah, women's pro win, correct? Right now. Uh, just, like, just cryptic. <laughs> That's fine. Hold on. Someone just said, I read something that He's says you squatted seven, yeah, 780 pounds. She squatted the world. Record. No. I wouldn't oh my God. So, I mean, you know, we know you want this world record worse than anything right now. Um, aside from that, do you see any kind of end in sight yet or is um, it way too early for you? So, it's too early. Um, but I definitely, like, as soon as I hit, I have, like, two more world records that I'm thinking of. Maybe even three if I, if I want to do, like, unlimited if that's a thing that I really want to do. I'm not sure if I really want to chase that or not. Um, once I do those, I feel like I'll be really content with my like gear um, like numbers. I would be really thrilled to like cut back down to a very healthy weight, like 180, 190 for me, that's on the healthier end, um, um, and do raw. Like, I would love to kick some ass. I would love to get a 600-pound raw squat. I think that'd be really cool. I think I can do it. I want to get 300 or 315 uh, for bench and a meet. Um, and I want to pull five, which, when the fuck that's going to happen? I don't know. But uh, do you want to? So, like, yeah. these, are, like my, these are, like, my thought processes. But, like, I think I'm going to – I definitely have to hit these goal numbers first because I like the weight that I'm at for them, and I think I can do it well. And then, and then I'm going to cut down and go raw. That's that's going to be what I do. But I'm not going to stop powerlifting. I don't. I always thought like, oh, I'm going to pull back a little bit and just do like bodybuilding stuff. I, I love powerlifting. I really do. I would love to continue on raw for a bit. I just have to be healthier. I'm, I'm not a, at the healthiest state right now. So that's that's what I want to fix as soon as I hit these goals. So, aside from like records and numbers, is there things you want to accomplish yeah. inside the sport? Like 
you know, we'll talk about outside, but things that you, like, for instance, what I'm, Leah and them I are doing with the main event they've project. Been something like that no really like that is such an amazing thing to be a part of and to be able to say that and start and like actually i made a huge difference of like of weight classes like i said i mean those were huge movements um i wouldn't mind um uh i think I, like, you know like i never like to say like oh i think i want to do something like that because no it's already been done like these chicks got it like let them like rule, rule that because that's amazing um but i would want to make it an impact i'm not sure how but to be honest like i think one of the best things that i could do and that i will find pure joy in doing is helping other lifters get to the top um i'm not saying like exactly coaching but more so just like as a mentor maybe um, i don't think i have like the amount of time to like sit down and coach right now with everything else going on but like i would love to be your mentor in the gym like i just love truthfully like seeing a lifter that i care about do really well um, especially like when they like listen to what I say, like if, if you just like, listen, I can get you there. I'm telling you. Um, and like, so like sometimes like somebody will hear it and they just take a little bit longer to truly understand the cue that you're saying. Um, and some people that you'll say a cue and they just get it and they keep it and that's it. They take it and run with it, which God bless them. But like, I, I, I love those type of lifters. And I'm just like, man, if you just keep listening to my cues and like, keep take, keep taking these things, like I can like take you, I can take you there. Um, you know what I mean? So I, I think like being a mentor in the sport and giving as much knowledge as I possibly can to specifically females. I know that sounds a little crazy, but mostly females, but like Colin, I love doing it to Colin, man. I think he's going to be great one day. So like I have like, specific people yeah. that I kind of pinpoint that like take a little piece of my heart that I'm like, I think they're going to be really good. Um, so, yeah. Well, you click, I mean, everyone clicks with certain people, right? So you, you know, who's taking, taking in what you're saying and really feeling right. it and other people Correct. are just like, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So right. I just, I, I would love to yeah. be that for somebody. Um, even if it's just one person, as long as they can look me in the face and say like, you did this for me. Like, I would just like, I just would like love to do that for somebody. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So you'd be like a, a power lifting, like <laughs> mental coach. No, I don't, I don't, like, a, like, you know what I mean? Too, though, because yeah. like, maybe, yeah, well, like maybe not, not so much, you know, the programming aspect, but like, I mean, like a pro, like, I, I guess, you know, what we do at our gym and what Andrew exactly. does for you and what you do for Maria, like, right. we're, we're more than just handlers that just wrap a knee, you know what I mean? So, Correct. like, we're a coach Correct. outside of a coach type thing. Yeah. Like, you're a coach outside Correct. of a coach for Maria. Maria right. has Laura, but then you're her handler. Right. You have right. Laura, but then you have Andrew, you know what I mean? So right. that, that could be you down the line, you know, with all the... Yeah experience you have now and are going to gain plus you're a maniac as far as the motivational stuff goes so, i worked on that too oh. that did not come easy this is but the motivational aspect dude anybody can have that that is up that is all internal man you know i wish i wish that people truly like understood that because it, it's really it's true yeah well i mean a part of it too is just being a di discipline who is too, that you know? face are you Hi, copper Sorry, I had to. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, part of that comes with just discipline, too, because like you said, you know, it, and I've mentioned this on other podcasts, people think, you know, people like us just are born with this and we just have it and we're always like on, 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 but it's not the case. So it's, it's the discipline that, yeah. all right, I had a shitty 12-hour shift, somebody passed away, I'm fighting with my boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever the hell, didn't sleep, yeah. but we still drive our asses there. Yeah. And then you know how to switch the gear. So it, it, 
it's more than just motivation it's, it's discipline you know what i mean we know it has to get done whether we didn't sleep yeah. whether we feel sick whether we feel oh, pain you know what i mean and, and that's something that i think a lot of people are missing and um they they kind of like over rely on the word motivation right like they feel like if yeah. they feel like every day they're going to wake up like ready to go to the gym and then if they don't they're like oh i don't have what they have but like there's more times I mean, than not today, lately where I'm like, workout, oh. I wanted to stop like three times. Like, like literally, and that's like, that's somebody who's very motivated and dedicated. I still wanted to stop three times today during my workout. I did. I was like, maybe I could just cut this a set short. No, maybe I could do like one last rep, but I like pushed it and I did every fucking thing today. <laughs> that was me. I, I wanted to, you know, I failed my last squat and I was bummed out. But then I was like, well, if I stop mm -hmm. my accessories, mm -hmm. no shit, I'm failing squats. You know what I mean? If I don't go beat, kill, so now I added accessories. Nice. I did more weight than I usually do because I'm like, no shit, I failed the squat because my mentality is, you know, when I'm yeah. having a bad day, I, I cut back on the accessories. One of my biggest pet when somebody yeah. like doesn't perform well in their main lift and they're like, fuck it, I'm leaving and they just leave. I just, I want to like pin them up against the wall and be like, dude, why do you think you failed? Why do you think you failed? Because of this mentality, because, because of you're that not mentality. putting your accessories, because you'd rather just walk out. Do you think your squat's going to get better every time you just max out by just maxing out? No, your squat's going to get better when you work on your hip strength, when you work on your glute strength, when you work on your quad strength, when you work on your form. Like, yeah, like it's, it's like that gets me so upset. Like if you really want to be good and you didn't have a good day at, on your main event, that I mean your <laughs> main event, at your main, um, your main lift, then that is way more fuel for you to go kick ass in your accessories. Push yourself until you fail. Like those, those are the best sure. accessory workouts I have when I'm just so pissed that I failed. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, after after this last prep, um, you know, you don't have much don't of have like eight. a off well, season because um, we're yes. Yeah, so we're so we're talking seven yeah, weeks. So basically, you're just back. Like, yeah, you're you're I'm, in there and then preps go. Eight weeks though. I'm, I'm like what are some things? The uh, oh, because sure. I don't have, I'm in between contracts. Sure. I'm not working right now. So I have more, more free time. My school just ended for, and I got like three weeks of no school. Um, so no job, no school. I'm still in one clinical. So there's that, but I mean, I, I am like eight weeks all in like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. so I mean like what, what are some things you took from this last prep? Like all the bumps and, and bruises, like what are some big, like, some do's and don'ts for you this time that you're not taking from last time, like yeah. the things you learned from um, the last prep um, that you want to change. Good question, because I've learned a, I've I've learned a lot like throughout my event, but like this through this exact prep, I haven't actually like reflected back and be like, what are some things that I can pull from this prep? Because I really think that I, I just had a really shitty beginning with getting sick and getting uh, an injury, so it, I felt like those were like a little bit uncontrollable mm -hmm. things that happened. Uh, the injury was a little bit you can fight that that was controllable, but it, it happened. Um, it's not like I can just like suck that up. Like it, it really hurt. I didn't want to hurt myself more. Um, so those were two like really hindering aspects. But as, as far as my training went, like the way that I pushed myself, the way that I handled myself, I, I can't say that I would change much. I think I just had to be honest. Um, I, I okay. a lot better. I really, I drink more protein yeah. shakes. Like I, I really did try a lot harder this time. I recognized it and I, I don't think that I would change it. I would probably just tighten it, <laughs> do it more, more, you know what I mean? And yeah. Hopefully I don't get sick this time, and hopefully I don't get injury this time. Uh, you know. Yeah.
Yeah, correct. So you're just correct. hoping for better like, luck this time around. Like I, said, I, was looking, yeah. I was looking at the ER, two pediatric clinics, and an urgent care. Of course I was going to get sick. I was like, it was comfortable, <laughs> you know. So one thing I want to talk about, because I get to see you weekly, and people don't, but, you know, we talk about, and everyone talks about how fun it is to watch you because, like, your passion. But I don't think people realize... I think you're more fun to watch as a spectator than you are a lifter because I don't think people realize, like, if you look at Jordan in the back of a bench video, someone will be benching and Jordan will be right with you doing one of these and then pushing it out. And, you know, I just think, like, the, the passion that you have for all of it is hilarious. Like, all right, we went to the program last year. We're in a hotel and you're like, and you're like, sitting down in your squat form and stuff like this. Like, it's just you're yeah. so locked in all the time. And it just like, I don't think people get to see enough of Jordan, <laughs> spectator Jordan. It's so true. We need like, more of it. In the back of like um, uh, Maria's deadlift, like when she was at the meet, and I was just like, son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Put 50 pounds in this fucking bar she would have yeah. lifted it. You know what I mean? Um, oh, yeah. Because I, I, like yeah. you said, I mean, the passion, it, it's it's super genuine. I Like, so when I'm watching, I think it was Doug that I was watching mm -hmm. that day. Um, I was watching. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. That, the video that Jenna took. Like, we, yeah. we need to take that off the helmet so page and make that. it public. So I need people that. to see. But I, you know, because when I watch them, um, especially in the back, I'm like, if I if I'm intrigued by the lifter, like Doug intrigues me as a lifter. Uh, don't go like big head, Doug. But he just does. He intrigues me. Like sometimes he's just like is better than I thought he was going to be. His squat's been really improving. Um, so I've just been watching him a little bit. I've been analyzing him a little bit more. Uh, and I was analyzing his bench. And I, so when he was setting up, I was setting up with him. And I was watching what he was doing with his wrist. I was watching. His... Yeah. And I got really yeah, serious like... into it. And so many videotaped it. <laughs> but I, I it, but it, like I said, it, it was super genuine. Like I truly just, I wanted to analyze everything he was doing. I was watching his ankles. I was watching his wrists. I was watching his head movement. And I get into it. I love bench. And it's super technical. It's just like everything else. Um, and I just, I just, I like to analyze. <laughs> and I have a lot of fun doing it. And when somebody does really well, it gets me really excited too. Well, I mean, Doug is someone, like you said, we don't want to blow his head up too much, but but he's, he impresses me a lot too, because you don't, you know, we, again, we see him all the time, but he's a lot smaller than he, mm -hmm. but than you, than you think. Like when I see him throw his briefs on and he's got these little <laughs> tiny legs right. and shit, but then he's squatting 900 pounds. It's like, holy shit. Doug on this. You know? That's great. <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, no, but I, I mean, I, it, it's a, to me, it's impressive. He's got a 20, 24, 24 total. Right, twenty four hundred. I was impressed with the numbers. It was twenty four, twenty six. I forgot what it was, but it was impressive. Um, yeah. And uh, like you said, he was for the one ninety eight. And I really feel like it's been like kind of within the past like eight months that I've seen him have quite a big of an improvement with form. And um, yeah, so I, I just yeah, really turned it on. More. I like to see and I like to nurture it and I like to yeah. spread it. <laughs> Everybody else feel this. <laughs> I think. I think like, you know, but, Luther brought this up a while ago to me. Like, I think it was. Yeah, Lauren, I think Lauren, it was when I, hit. I thought it was like fucking like twenty three and 24, 21, 60. <laughs> I, you know, I don't want to shit on him and be like it wasn't that high, but so funny. Yeah, but um, you know, I, Luther brought this up to me. I don't know, this must have been like a year ago. Like, I think it was when I hit two K, and then somebody maybe Chris broke a world record, and he's like, you know, I don't think we all. We, we kind of take for granted how spoiled we are in that small of a yeah. gym oh, around so absolutely. many great lifters. 
You know what I mean? Like, you know, like Mike makes the posts about, you know, pound for pound or gym for gym, we can go against anyone. And I know some of that's hype and some of it's promotion and marketing or whatever else, but we really do have a crew of, you know, killers in there. And it is something that we do take for granted. You know what I mean? We have multiple world records in there. We have 2,000 pound raw totals. We have 1,000 pounds, 4,000 pound slaughters. Connecticut's biggest bench, you know what I mean? So, but like, these are things that, you know, you would expect across uh, an array of, let's say, yeah. a, a meat. Yeah. Oh, we no, have it I all mean, honestly, dude, like, what we have a help in with, like you said, the amount of um, knowledge, um, the amount of knowledge, the amount of people who are willing to help you, um, and just the amount of people, like you said, of who are is actually strong and who are pushing themselves to this limit that they're going, like, that's a rarity. I'd go to a lot of gyms, a lot of gyms in my day. And my dad even owned a gym. His yeah. powerlifting gym was pretty sick, too. Um, but, like, this one, like, I, I knew the second I walked in, dude. And I, I know that that sounds crazy. It sounds like the people that are like, as soon as I looked in his eyes, I fell in love. It, it sounds like that. But, like, as soon as I walked into Hellbent, I went into the bathroom. There was, like, this shower with a curtain. And I, like, or maybe there was no curtain. I don't really remember. But there was a shower. It was stacked with Bud Light. Um, and then I looked to my right. And they had a whole layout of like Dunkin' Donuts uh, donuts on a Sunday morning. And people were like gruesome. Like the plates were dirty. The place was dirty. The bars were rusty. Like shit was old. You know what I mean? And like things were clanking and people were loud and they were screaming at each other. There was like kick-ass music that one person controlled and all these people just looked so serious and so scary. And I, I fell in love in like 10 seconds. I was like, this is like this is where i like this is like my soul like somebody found like this would be my heaven <laughs> and that's that's just how i feel <laughs> yeah, yeah that's funny because like my first time there i mean i went yeah. to the original spot on honey spot but that's when i was like how it's a fitness fitness there? fitness so me? like i don't remember you i will i think one i think one time i remember one time maria was definitely there so I probably denise and jenna were there Oh, really? and, but one time I think you were there. I don't know. I came in there twice to bench with Mike. This was at the original Honey Spot place. But I was super into yeah, like yeah. I want abs. Yeah. I, I this or that. So like I walk in right, and it was actually Doug. Doug walks in with like yeah. a big ass bag of double cheeseburgers from Dutch's. Oh, that's and he's right. Just handing no, I must have been there for that like, because I remember this. Huge like. And I'm like, what the. Which we kind of going do quite often here? at this point. Um, we got a huge order, and everybody, yeah. just, what did you eat? What did you eat? Son of a bitch. Um, my dog just destroyed something. Um, uh, but yeah, no, I agree. And I remember it was like double cheeseburgers, fries, chicken nuggets. And we all just had our own order, and we're all working out, eating. <laughs> yeah, there's Doug. Yeah, so like he was sitting on a bench and just. He was sitting on the bench <laughs> and just handing out these burgers. And I was like, what the fuck is going on at this place? Like, yeah, yeah. so at first I was like, You're this like, isn't <laughs> for me. You know what I mean? Like, but then like, you know, but then like after like two more years of Mike harassing me on Instagram, you know, like get out of edge. You're too strong for edge. Stop, stop looking <laughs> for clout at this, but you know, blah, blah, blah. And he harassed me. He harassed me and harassed me. And then I came out to that. Yeah. 
yep. that push pull hell's angels meet and that's when i fell in love with everything because yeah. you guys everyone welcomed yeah. me and then it just went from there but yeah. you know the whole thing is you know infectious you know every jen is Jenna. in the house <laughs> doug just said burgers uh, um but you know it's something that it's something to say that a lot of people that come you know from out of state and come visit yeah, our gym, yeah. they're like, I've never seen nothing like it. You know what I mean? You know, most meats don't have the energy of our Friday There's nights just or no our way Sunday mornings. I mean, like, honestly, I didn't even think that type of energy existed. Seriously. Like, unison, like, these people who, yeah. like, like, have totally different careers, totally different lifestyles, totally different personalities. Um, and you just throw them all in one room and you just say, kick some ass. Like, let's go. And, like, you know what I mean? And, like, mm -hmm. it, it's just, it is, it's really cool experience. Uh, so blessed to have I think yeah. I said this in one of my recent posts like I'm so blessed to be a part of something that most people never ever go through the entire life and never ever witness or feel and it's like a community and I just, I just I'm so very grateful to be able to part of something like that yeah for sure so what um what are some things you know everyone likes to hear about they, they all watch your lifting constantly, you know what I mean? But the people that follow you, like, what are some yeah. things you're trying to accomplish oh my God. So outside good. of the gym? Um, uh, me and my two brothers, so my both my brothers have, my younger brother is an MD in the ER. My older brother has his chiropractic, um, uh, he's a doctor of chiropractor. So he has his own business, and he's, he's like, really smart. Both my brothers are really smart. Um, and we want to open up, like, a, a business together. So we're trying to do that. There's like actually two businesses that we have in the in the making, um, but we just we need our licenses first. Like Austin needs to be like an attending because he's still a resident, and I need to get my finish my doctorate. So once we get those two things, we can start getting the the balls rolling for that. So I have my own businesses that I'm trying to open. Um, I'm going to be a nurse practitioner, so it's going to be like a totally different career. I was an RN, um, so it'd be cool to be a provider. I think I want to do like urgent care as of right now. Um, which kind of changes quite often. I always say like primary care, urgent care, primary care. So I think, um, don't look at me like that. Um, and what else do I want to do? Honestly, you know how like I'm 29, right? And girls my age, usually when you say, oh, what are your goals that you, that you want to do? They're like, I want to get married. I want to have babies. That is like just not in my brain at all. I swear to God, like, I can name like and, that's goals, okay, and like none of them is going to involve kids none of them is going to be involved marriage um it's just never been something that i'm like hyper focused on um i've always been hyper focused on just my own personal like just career goals uh fitness goals and get a nice house with a view somewhere you know like i'm looking at that i'm trying to like move to hawaii and like yeah. work online you know what i mean so oh, sorry now, you know, something I talked about when I had Laura on the podcast, you know, she said she she wishes Yeah. <laughs> you still with me? So she said she wished, you know, and, and and Stacey Burr actually said this on um Dave Tate's podcast too. They wish that they took a little more time, you know, to themselves, like to do personal things, to go to hang with their friends, go to movies, go, do all that stuff. But at the same time it's like would right. you be Bama right. Burr, or right. would you be Laura Phelps if you had done that? So, so I mean, yeah. you're going for another world record, and you push, you know, your contract to the side for a minute. You push schooling to the side. Everything for a minute. needs to be put aside in order to get something like that. It, it, so, 
That's that's what I'm saying. Do you, do you think with all of those things, if you had to endure all that other stuff, do you think you would have been would have been able to hit this one and go for the next one had you not made honestly, the sacrifices no, you're making? There's right just now? no way. And honestly, something that I guess I would say looking back, um, like Laura and Bama probably said like their family and their friends. And I got to be honest, I, I see my family and friends like a decent amount. I could definitely see them more. Um, but something that I wish that I could do better would be, um, A, just keep like my, like my day-to-day -day, like chores. Like my day-to-day -day chores are like, they slack, dude. And I hate it. But it's just, that's something that I put in the background in order to get other things done. So that's one thing. But the biggest thing that is going to affect me for a lifelong um, is I don't study as much as I would have if I wasn't a powerlifter. Um, and you know, this is a career of mine. That's like, it's life or death. Like, so I'm, I'm trying to like save lives and make sure that nobody's going to die on my watch. Um, and so, you know, it's very scary. And if I wasn't a power lifter, I would be studying from sunup to sundown. I would be making sure that I know my shit. I think that I would be hyper-focused on that if I wasn't hyper-focused on the gym. Um, and, and do you think, not to cut you off, but do you think, um, you know, how you push, push this aside for the powerlifting, do you think that you also pushed, um, how do I say it? Like, you're also doing your, your, your career a favor because you know you can't give it yeah. the focus yeah, that it needs true. at the moment. Yeah, very true. Uh, I agree with that, especially like... Because like you said, like, like you said, people's lives are in your hands and you can't give it the attention right. right now because your focus is elsewhere. So, I mean, you, you can't look at it as a negative thing because if it's going to make you a better nurse practitioner, doctor, whatever it may be down the road, once you yeah. give, once you yeah. know you're locked yeah. into yeah. that goal. Which I do think like goal, once I, I mean? stop like my gear goals and like go back down to just trying to be healthy and then compete raw, which the competing raw thing will take a very long time because I have to like cut down first, train there first, get strong there, stable, and then like come up with a plan. Um, so it's going to be like a long process. And I think during that process, I'm definitely going to be trying to study more. A, because it'll be my last year, my doc, it'll be, I'll probably be graduating um, at that point. And I'll, uh, uh, so I won't have like, like the distraction as much and I'll need to take my boards exam. So that's going to be like probably where I like fix my shit. Um, so and then God. plus, I mean, as with raw lifting, not that you won't take it just as serious, but also less go time at a more efficient time for me. Like the problem is, this is like when it comes to like us and the gear and stuff, I, I have to, like, if I'm maxing out, I have to have at least like five, six people there um, for atmosphere, just for safety. Mm -hmm. Um, so it like, you know, I try to go and most of the people go, uh, but like with Rob, I can push it. Like, I'll be fine. Like, I'll be fine. Um, I don't feel as dangerous. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I think, and I probably just need like one, two persons, two, two people, like, cause just back spotter, mana, yeah, like, we'll be fine. Back spotter, um, so like, so I just think that I'll be able to like wake up early, go get it done and then have the rest of the day to just like be a human. <laughs> you know what I mean? Instead of like going from like two to six to the gym. <laughs> whole entire beginning of yeah. like most of the day uh, the biggest chunk of the day you know what i mean all right so we're about to hit our hour limit okay. so i'm gonna knock you out and then start okay. it over okay and then we're gonna get into instagram okay. questions okay do i hear right. that so i'll join right back all right we're back live this will be part two jordan Buchla, world record squatter at 242 780 pounds. 
This will be part two. We're going to go over um, anybody's Instagram questions and stuff like that. Jordan just joined back in, so we'll get this going. So to anyone that is in here, um, we're going over Instagram questions now. If you have questions or topics for Jordan or me, um, leave them and I'll, keep, I'll write them down as we're going. So please chime in with more questions and we'll keep this thing going. But All right, let's go. I'm going to start with a good one. You got to swap lifts with people. Ooh. Who are you swapping and what lift? Talking, You're keeping talking your about just swap. Margin. We know that. Oh, in general? No. In life? Mm -hmm. oh, like, well, like I mean, you know you're keeping would your squat. <laughs> yes. I, I would take the number oh, yeah, one spot yeah. if, I, <laughs> if I had the option. <laughs> um, but I mean, I I do love my squat, and I think giving it some nurture and time, I'm gonna I'm gonna do really well. So I do love my squat. Um, but like, so if you're saying if I had to choose, yeah, I'll pick Leah's squat. <laughs> I need like a we know you need a new deadlift. So uh, I lost you. Where'd she go? Where'd she go? Sorry, guys. I don't know what's going on. Hold on one second. Jordan. You Sorry, guys. I'm trying to get Jordan back in. There we go. <laughs> what happened so the last the last i heard was we want to get I'm you a new deadlift who are you swapping like, deadlifts? like desperately desperately need a new deadlift <laughs> um dude i mean amber's deadlift is nuts and she's raw when she does it man i mean it's like in the mid fives like yeah i'm taking i want to take amber's deadlift man like right or i mean crystal tate has a sick deadlift too though in gear i see i was thinking raw because I'm, I'm technically raw for my deadlift right now here, I mean, like, Crystal Tate's going to take the world yeah. record for 700, so I'll take it. I like that one. <laughs> and bench, I'm sticking to females here, obviously. Um, yeah. Whose bench would I take? I know, that's a hard one for me, too, because I'm trying to think it was of like who the biggest benchers are. She's, just, she's not active right now. Um... <sighs> Bench is another one that I know that when I nurture it and give it time, it will do really well too. Like I'll be okay. I'll be okay with keeping my squat and my bench. I just my deadlift. I would. Yeah. And you just need to. I you need, need to take Amber Crystal to deadlift. really make up for the insanity that I have here. <laughs> oh, Jen Thompson. They said for uh, raw bench. Yeah. Well, that's a raw. That's fine that's for that's raw. raw. We're talking bench. about like kind of gear though, because I'm still in gear technically right now. Um, I. And I can't really think of anybody that I'm like, oh, I love her bench. You know what I mean? So, so I'm okay with yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that was a good question. All right, here's a good one for you here. Um, I know you're on a cut right now, and you're going to yes. do a slow cut-ish. All right, you're supposed to be I'm going to right now. Me and Paula um, made a bet, so we made a bet. What like is your go-to cheat meal? What's your go-to? My go-to Gmail. Like, like, if you could have, like, let's let's say you cut for the last month, and I say you can oh, have no. anything you want. Like, dude, I'm right now. Like, what do you want? Really laugh at this. 
but it's either going to be Chipotle or it's going to be the Wayback Burger. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then I got to show you. The next question on here literally says Stop Chipotle it. or the Big Cheesy. No way. way. That's hilarious. That is, and I swear to God, guys, I had no idea that he had that on there. That is hilarious. Those are my top two favorite things to eat. But ice cream has to be involved with both of them. So, like, so like ice cream needs to come second, like, after that. Ice cream needs to happen. If it needs to happen first, that's fine, too. But it needs to happen. Um, so that was, that was Denise's question. Do you, what is, what Denise, would you choose, no Chipotle or the Big Cheesy? Um, oh my God, like right now, I really want the Cheesy. Um, because I have Chipotle so often. Um, oh, can I see both? Can I have Cheesy ingredients inside of a burrito? I'm gonna do that. I mean, technically, yeah. If you make it yourself, you chop up yeah, burger and cheese and you throw it in a burrito. <laughs> that is so funny that she's, that is so funny. <laughs> um, ultimate goals in the sport we already talked about when you, you didn't say, you know, is, is there a specific time or thing that you're looking for when you'll know it's time to be done? Done for gear. Or is that not even in your mind right now? done for just lift yeah uh, like competing um, i say. think when i have kids like if i you know what i mean like i know that we just mm -hmm. talked about this but like it, i think at that point in my life when i start to shift if that ever happens like solid, solid like solidly to say like you know what like i really want to concentrate on like, having a family yeah because yeah, that would be my next step time to the family. i think it, it would obviously powerlifting like would never mm -hmm. disappear and i definitely am going to get my kids into it um but I think for me personally, being like a super, super competitive um, in the sport, then yeah, I mean, I'll have to put that aside if I really want to start a family. You know? Especially being like the chick, because then you get like the pregnant. You have to actually give the birth. And then you got to like lactate and stuff. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're so like, you're such a nurse, like lactate. Like, we get it. Um, someone asked, how did you build your biceps so big? Um, how did I build my biceps so big? <laughs> Honestly, and I'm not kidding, like, when I first started lifting, like, when I was doing, like, bodybuilding stuff and going to the edge and LA Fitness and all that good stuff, I would have an entire day of, of biceps and triceps, like, at least once a week. And I would say once a week, I also just threw in an extra day of just biceps, where I literally went to the gym. I traveled, like, 30 minutes to the gym, and all I did was, like, six exercises of biceps. Just, I love just a it. bunch it of different curls. Superman curls. Like, I just, for some reason, the burn in my arm, it always felt so good. And I always felt like I left feeling pumped. And I, I just, I love biceps. <laughs> I love, I love, I love a lot of <laughs> I just, I love working out. Um, but I, I love biceps. And so I think back in the day, like before I was um, doing it for performance rather than doing it for like looks, um, I, I just, I just like to train just that one muscle. I thought I, I grew it a lot faster that way. Yeah, for sure. Um, advice for a girl that wants to get into gear. Do you think there's a certain baseline of strength that she should have prior Good to question. gear? Does it, does it depend on weight? Um, does it okay. depend on... So I would need to know this person a little better. So, like, I need to know, have you lifted in the past, period? <laughs> like, like, do you know what a squat is? Do you know what a bench is? Like, do you know the correct form as a raw person 
to, are you doing it correctly there? Because in order for somebody to go into something as technical as gear, like you better have like some foundation strength to A, fight against the gear that you're using, be, be confident enough in a form that because the gear is pushing you in a way that's against form. So you have to fight against it to go to the correct path. So you have to know the correct path to begin with. Um, and again, you need that foundation strength to actually push it. So I, I it, if you really want to be a really good gear lifter, start raw and get strong as fuck there. <laughs> and then you switch over to gear and you're going to be unstoppable. So it's going to happen. You're right. And here's a here's a question that I have actually I just thought of it now because now that I'm thinking about it you know when I started you and I were both raw and you know yeah. we were always you know chirping a little bit and talking and then all of a sudden I felt like your gear happened so fast how the how, I don't remember how it happened like one day did you just to try it um, out and then so you're like what? holy shit let's go like because I remember I don't remember you ever talking about like I'm thinking about going into gear all of a sudden one day I you were just like in I, gear um, and that was it I wanted to hit six three five raw before I went to gear. And that's what I had always said. That's what I, and usually like I stick to what I say. Um, but I, I had always said, I want to squat 600 raw bench. Three. That's why I said, I want to go back and hit that because this was unfinished that I haven't done yet. Um, but I wanted to do 600, 300, 500 ever since from the get go. Um, and um, I used to write 635 everywhere. Like, and then yeah. I tried on a bench shirt first and briefs. Um, and I had like a day and I touched like four or five in my first time in a shirt to like a two board. And I was like, four or five to two board. Like I hadn't seen many girls doing that yet. And I was like, that's pretty good. Like, I wonder like how good this can get. You know what I mean? Like it almost got a little bit of like, he gave me a little taste of a drug and I was like, can I just, can I get a little bit more of that one? <laughs> can, I, yeah. can I get a little bit more of that one? Um, yeah, yeah. like the briefs did the same thing. It that it was hard. It was so hard, Bobby, to learn gear. Like, it was like, it still is. Like, I'm still consistently yeah. learning. But it was so hard to switch over from raw to gear. I thought, I definitely undershooted that. I knew that it was, people were like, oh, it's hard. So I was like, yeah, I know it's hard. I'll be, I'll be fine. But no, it was it was very hard. It was very hard. Um, everything is different. The cues, like the, the way that you're sitting back instead of into your knees. I, I just, I mean, everything is different. My muscles needed time to like grow in that manner in order to be able, I didn't compete for an entire year. I trained in gear for a whole year before I competed. Um, and I, yeah. I need, that. I think that's, that, that's something that, you know, you know, I was, I was never interested in gear. And when I first started, I was just like, ah, that's bullshit. Just, you know, get, you know, you just get to add more weight and this and that. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize how technical it was. You know, yeah. I thought it was like, yeah. you throw on gear, you add a couple more pounds, like yeah. kind of like the band shirt, right? Like the band shirt is less Absolutely. technical than like a poly shirt, let's say. So, like, the band shirt to me is, like, a giant slingshot. But, like, going into – like, I, I've put on a poly shirt once, and I've put on briefs maybe twice now. But, like, putting on briefs just made gave me a whole new, like, idea, like, a new respect for gear lifters. Because at first I was like, oh, what's this? Like, I'm going to put this on. I'm going to add this and that. But, like, the, the yeah. margin for oh, error absolutely. is so small compared absolutely. to a raw lift. Absolutely. You know? I feel like it's – lose something and, and, like especially you know, like bench like bench happens fast too like that bar is like coming to your face in like half a second like literally you could be in the best best yeah. position and all you have is like one inch to go and then like you just bring it in another half an inch and boom <laughs> or boom the other way 
it happened it happened to me that the first night I put on the bench shirt and everything was going smooth and I had like I think 650 was my final attempt and I smoked it off my chest and then all of a sudden it became a skull crusher and I was like holy shit like like that so I was like I was like all right I fucked something up let me try it again same thing right over my face and I was like I'm done I remember one of the first times I I went heavy in briefs um remember remember the stinky leg I had do you remember yeah it was it was I wasn't used to something pushing against my quad from the outside in to like I I wasn't used to having to push against something like that and it pushed my knee in real quick and my knee went collapsed and I collapsed into the bar and again it was very scary (laughs) very scary I remember that when I first saw that I was like like it looks like you were gonna break because I've never seen someone go in like that aside from like a catastrophic injury. So I was like, oh my god, did she just shatter her leg? Just a millisecond to think that like you actually might have like broken like a limb like for like just a millisecond your body responds to that fear and you're just like that was I don't like that. Oh yeah, I don't like that at all. Yeah, like you almost don't want to look down and you don't want to see. Um, let's see what we got. Anyone got questions before we, we get her out of here? If anyone wants to chime in, we've got questions. Um, and then, and then at the end, what I want to do is, you know, I just do open mic time. Um, I'd like you to, you know, do your little shout outs. And then I like to let guys give advice, especially you give advice to younger, especially female lifters that want to get involved in the sport or, you know, just, just, you know, the things that you think you wish you either heard when you started or the things that you took to heart right away when you started that you everything, took with you oh, the whole time. I definitely ever thinking about, about I'm going to cut. I just have to hit these powerlifting goals first. Um, so, so do you ever think of cutting for powerlifting? Yeah. So no, yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to cut. Uh, I would say within the next, like, probably within the next year and a half, I'll get back to like, where I want to be, maybe two years. Um, and then I'll just compete raw and, and cut. I want to see this muscle, dude. I know I got a lot of muscle in here. Can't wait to just carve it up. Uh, and someone asked, what, what's your goals? But we're being cryptic. She doesn't want to, she doesn't want to say all her goals to, for the but next year. I just, for some reason, want to hold back. I, I want But you're I, also I, big I, on manifesting, so it's okay. like. I want to, I just. That's yeah. right. That's fine. Yeah. Keep, them, keep them to yourself for now, you know. Plus, people are watching, and you don't know yeah. if there's competition watching. I, know, just, you know? I, just, I don't know. I just don't. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. So, all right. So, open mic time here for you. First, um, you know, anything you want to talk about, anybody you want to shout out, any sponsorships, any anything you want to talk about there. And then I want you to wrap up with just advice for, you know, young, especially female lifters, because I know a ton of lifters, my clients especially, look up to you, admire your passion for the sport. Um, I admire your passion for the sport. So, you know, just just have at it. Give give us a pep talk. Oh, it's Joe. You want to give a banter to try. Uh, uh, So I talked about this, like, really briefly for, like, uh, a little bit before. Um, I've thought about it. I definitely want to hit this poly goal first. Um, and then if I hit, things true. If I hit the poly goal, um, I'll, I was thinking about going for the world record for the for the banisher. I was, to be honest. Um, I think right now it's just at like six fifteen. Um, I think like 
yeah, I think I, it would be something that crosses my mind. It would be something. Maybe like try it for a little bit, see how I'm doing and do it from there. Would that be something you would do bench only? Do bench only. Would you do only. That's what they did. I'm going to yeah. do whatever they did. If these people did a bench only, give me all Exactly. Yeah, exactly. No, Why tax yourself squat first? Imagine like, imagine like it would be a great thing. I've never done bench only and I think it'd be pretty cool to do it for like a world record attempt. You know? Um, so, okay. For so sure. you said, um, oh, shout outs. Well, first, is there is there anyone you want to shout out? Is there anyone you want yeah. to give thanks well, I'm not to? Is a sponsor, there so I don't I don't have any like sponsor yeah. shout outs. Um, but Hellbent Barbell, Hellbent Barbell, um, Mike and Jenna for creating everything that they created at the Hellbent because we would be nothing without it. Um, and like um, Andrew, of course, because he's just he's just been my handler from like the get go. Uh, he's uh, he's dealt through a lot yeah. in order to, to get me here. So I really appreciate him. Well, he's, oh, yeah. he's got the eye. He he's got the eye. Um, and you and Dee, of course, get down here and be my friends and eating cheesy. Um, uh, you know, I wish I can say about like the three, there's like three or four people that I've had my eye on in the gym that I just know that they get OG Bells. Hell yeah, Maria. That's right, Maria. That's why I want to shout out OG Bells. <laughs> the OG Bells, which is five of us. We got Michelle, Maria, Jenna, Denise. And... That's me. I'm and yourself. <laughs> and me. Because uh, you know what? And you know She's saving people's lives, ladies and gentlemen. A good lead up. Lead up. Lead up. Lead up. Thank you. A good lead up to um, what I want to say for girls, right? Because, so the OG Bells, right? We were five girls, did not know each other. Uh, all separately joined the gym. It wasn't like one big hurrah. It was like trickling in. Like Jenna, I think it was, I think Maria might have been the first person. And then Denise, and then Michelle, and then me. I just definitely was the last one. Um, and we've had a lot of girls come and go. We really have. Um, and you know, in the beginning, we were all really tiny. We had no idea what we were doing, very timid. Um, the guys totally ran the show, um, and, but they helped us. Like they were like our big brothers, you know? And like being a girl in this sport, being a girl in general, I actually was getting my eyelashes done today. And I was overhearing the girl next to me talk to her like eyelash girl. And she was saying, oh, you know, I went to the gym today and like these guys were staring at me. So, you know, I went into like the women's only section and, you know, I just felt more comfortable there. And oh my God, I, just, I wanted to chime in so bad. It's just none of my business. But I just, I, you know, I just wish that girls can understand how much this has changed everything. This has changed everything. I literally have like a family outside of my family. I see you guys way more than I see anybody else my life um and they, it gave me a family it gave me somebody to like friends to go talk to like and then like also like compete with and like be competitive and it brought out like a dedication in me that i didn't know existed um and it it brought out confidence and motivation that again didn't know existed and like i said before it, it put tools into my tool belt um and you know and like if you if you just put yourself out there just like one time and just try it 
It doesn't have to be powerlifting, but just like try that one thing that's just a little too scary for you to try. But like, just try it. Like that would be my best, best advice that I can give because you have no idea. I don't care if you fail. I don't care if you thought it was embarrassing. I really don't care. Just try it. Just try it. Cause like you might fucking love it. <laughs> and like, that is just something so sad to miss out on because imagine, just imagine Bobby, if that day, the day that like they said to come to come to Helbin on Sunday morning, go deadlift. Imagine if I was just like, no, nah, I'm not going to answer this DM. Like, or what if it was just a bad weather day or I didn't feel confident enough or I didn't want to, or I got sick or, and I didn't go. Can you just fucking imagine that? Like, that's crazy. Like just one little moment, one little decision, one pause. Would be no world record slider Jordan Booth. Mind blowing. Mind blowing. It's crazy. It's crazy to think about. You know what I mean? One move turns into that. Um, I want to backtrack one second. You were going to say something oh, about, they, you know, you have yeah. your eye I on have my eye on certain gym. people in the gym. Um, and the only reason I, I wish I can say their names because they deserve it. Uh, the only reason I, I don't want to discourage other people who I don't say. Um, you know what I mean? And that's purely mm-hmm. coming from a good place. I genuinely don't make any feel like they're not of course. deserving of this gaze that I have or like the deserving the attention that they probably do deserve. Every single person does. Um, it's just that I, that's hard. You know, that's hard yeah, for me too. I, People ask me like, who are your that. best I, clients? Not, like, I can't. You can't. You can't. And all my clients, some clients I have that are better at some things than others. Some are mentally prepared better. Some are physically better. Yeah, some are, you know, whatever it may be. So it's it's hard to, especially these are all our teammates and our family. But, like, but at the same time, that other piece of me is like, wow, these people that I think of that pop into my head, they deserve some like unrecognized respect. Like I just oh, Well, I'm just, I'm, of course, I'm just gonna assume so one of them is me. I wasn't so. even like, you're just already out there and I like gonna, you're just there already. Like, I'm talking like these are people that are, are, are on their way up. And, um, and I just, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. it's so much fun. Um, and I just like, I'm so excited for our gym to continuously grow um, and just have stronger and better, smarter and helpful lifters. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. shout out to like Mike and Jenna, man. But you guys did it. You did it, man. Like, that's, that's awesome. Um, there we did. Oh, that brings a good point. This is something I always ask, and I didn't ask tonight for some reason. Outside, let's just say outside of our gym, some of your favorite lifters to watch. Could be raw, could be gear, could be yeah. men, could be women. Um, just some people, when I say powerlifting to you right now, active powerlifting, I was just kidding. who's I was, popping in your like, head? You know we know Amber. Number one person that I'm going to say right now is Amber Hansen. I mean, like, she is just like my epitome of a role model to me right now. Uh, she pops into my head as soon as you start saying like who do you and i'm like yeah she's so cool um uh so amber's really cool i mean because it's you know there's a a numerous of things that attract me to her it's her athleticism it's her raw strength and her gear strength like all of that combined and it's just so impressive and the fact she's like in the and like she's like doing stuff outside of her life too you know like there's these big lifters that like the big names especially like in the west side back in the day like the people that like lived in their cars and didn't have a good job and like i like you don't have to be like that in order to get to the top you don't you know some people did and that's cool but you can be like really bad outside in the real world and in the gym and like that's it and i think that that's just sick and i just hope that like i can get to a, a point in my life where people see me that way too 
You know what I mean? I just have to build my athleticism up because mm-hmm. I get made fun of more often than I uh, get. <laughs> so that's going to change. <laughs> um, so Amber, uh, Leah is, she's, she's like ridiculous, dude. She's a ridiculous human. And I, she just doesn't like see it all the time, but man, she's, she's sick. Um, honestly, a lot of people out like the hive, like, you know what I mean? Like Laura Phelps people out there in Ohio. Yeah. Her team, yeah, her her crew is ridiculous. Just insanity, insanity. Like, I just can't, I can't believe the stuff that she does. She's amazing. Um, and she's like one of the people that like, you know, she's just going to do this till she goes. Like, this is just, this is just what she's going to (laughs) do. And I love that. I I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, but these are like big, big popular names right now. There were some people raw. I loved, I loved Bella Bird. And now she's doing like bodybuilding stuff. But like back in her, like when she was like trying to get, she was trying to get coefficient number one in the world. And she was another one that was like, write it down, say it out loud, write it down, say it out loud, believe it. And like, she was one of my first people that I, I looked up to as well as like Stephanie Cohen. Um, but that was a long time ago. I don't really look at her stuff. now. I know she's into boxing and I think that's pretty rad too, but. Um, well. It's funny you said that because I watched Bama Burr yeah. on Dave Tate's Table Talk. And and not to sound like, I don't want this to come off wrong or like someone, you know, I'm, some, someone's going to hear it and say it might sound sexist of me. But like, I messaged her after that. And I was like, that was so inspired. Like, I've never been like super inspired. Yeah. Like, if I'm looking for inspiration, I'm yeah. looking at a Dave Hoff, yeah. a Dan Bell, a, a Dan, like yeah. men, because I'm a male powerlifter. She was the first person that I listened to, and I listened. It was like three hours straight, and I listened to her, and I messaged her right after, and I was like, "That was one of the most inspiring yeah, podcasts I, I ever listened to." Yeah, I will. And if you haven't, I think you should because it was just like I resonated so much with it, and, and you know, she was the on the opposite end of the spectrum as uh, Laura was, where she was yeah. like, "I had to give everything up. I had to be the best." I had to, you know what I mean? And I think that's kind of where your mentality is right now. Like, you know, you're so locked in on, on a certain goal, like you're going to do whatever it takes to get there. And I just thought, you know, hearing her talk about it and breaking it down in a way where it's just like so, yeah. like, absolutely, huge, absolutely. if that makes sense, you know what I mean? Like it, it wasn't sugar-coated, it wasn't yeah. super scientific. It was like, look, I'm just like you, I push myself. but I just like, I wouldn't yeah. take an excuse. I wouldn't make an excuse. Yeah. I wouldn't take no for an answer. I wouldn't. Yeah. My coach wanted five. I was giving him seven. My coach wanted yeah. seven. I was giving him nine. Yeah, no, I agree, I mean. man. I mean, like, you Stuff know, like that. Uh, what was really hard for me, too, is I came to a point um, pretty recently, like, right before I quit my job, like, right before my contract ended, before my job, um, I came to a point where I was like, I can't do all of this. And I was, I was looking at myself in the mirror and I was like, I think I'm going to have to give this doctorate up. And I, I, I went through it multiple times and I, I really, truly, truly thought I might have to. And I, I knew my family was like, well, I'm pretty sure I'd be shunned. <laughs> pretty sure I'd be shunned. But I just like, yeah. there was just, and, and like when I would bring it up to people I cared about, people were just like, well, why don't I just pull back from powerlifting? And I was like, guys, I'm going to be honest with you, that's just not an option. It, it's not an option in my head. It's never been. It's just never been. I'd, I'll lose my house. I would lose my job. I would lose my, my education before I would lose it. And I know that sounds like so irresponsible, but it was just like, it was just my honest truth. Um, and, but I was obviously able to, to fix that and, and, and keep it. Um, but I 
to pull back in a few things. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I love her. I think she's so cool. And like I said, she was one of the first people that I used to listen to. And she was definitely the person that implanted that mindset over everything um, into me. And uh, so it just grew from there. But I also think, um, um, who else did I want to talk about? And I competed, did you know? I actually competed with Bama Bird um, at the Arnold Classic. Yeah, and we were in Did the you? same competition. I was on the same platform. She had the same bench. She actually dabbed me after my bench at the Arnold Classic. It was so cool. Um, and I remember when I was there, I didn't have a handler. I went alone. Um, and I, because I, I remember like nobody can come with me. And I was like, I don't care. I'm going to go. Like, I, I got invited to compete at the pro at the Arnold Classic. I, I'm going to compete at the Arnold Classic. So I went and I was like initially like wrapping mm -hmm. my own knees until Dom ended up like wrapping my knees for me because he saw me. He's like, you don't have a handler. Uh, so you started grabbing my knees for me, um, and she was there, and I just remember just being like, oh, I can be her. I know I can be her. I, I literally was like, I just know. Like like she said, she's human. Every single person that you see in a high position, mm -hmm. the president of the United States, a doctor, um, um, the number one in the world, these people are just that. They're people. They somehow got there. So there's just no reason why you can't either. Honestly, you might have different obstacles. You might have a different starting place, but there's no reason why you can't get there. Um, and I, I full-heartedly believe that. And that's what I had to convince myself to get a doctor because I was like, I'm not smart enough to go and start treating humans. <laughs> you know, like, but I, I had to convince myself that I can if I have to. And so that's what I'm doing. Um, so it's, it's very much like that. And I think her mindset was just kick-ass, dude. And I'm the same way with her bodybuilding. Like, For sure. it's cool to watch. Um, I wish I had for more sure, names for sure. I'm not like a big name person, to be honest. I'm not like I only, I only look at like people that are that's fine. A that I'm trying to compare myself to, like who are like like I'm not gonna look like at a, a one fifteen or <laughs> and be like, oh, I wish you know because there's just that's just not no. Well, yeah. So someone asked me recently, who's my favorite? Like one forty eight. That's what I'm saying. I was like, males. I, I can't even like, name one. It, it's not like a disrespect thing. I just. I just have, yeah, no, exactly. it's not disrespectful, I, I just have no clue. I can name 40 exactly. 242s exactly. because that's yeah. my weight class. Yeah. You know? no. So, um, anything else? Anything else you want to touch on before we get out of here? Of course, of course. So, I do want to say, you know, like I said before, um, a lot of females that I've talked to, clients especially, really do look up to you. So, and I look up to you, I'm a fan. I'm a Jordan Buchla fan, you know that, I tell you all the time. But, um, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Keep being the person you are, because, you know, people are loving it, people love watching it, and you inspire a lot of people. So just keep keep that up. I love you too. All right, I love you. All right, uh, uh, we'll be up on Spotify okay, cool. tomorrow, and, and we'll go from there. All right, Hi, thanks buddy. for coming up. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye.